Well, well, well. Good morning. And thank Good you. Good morning. Good morning. Y'all, we have a dope show um, that is going to be going on today. Um, and I'm so happy to be here with these oh, young people, with these great um, writers. And man, just to get into this conversation, period, it's going to be awesome. Um, so again, thank you for tuning in to the Hood Talks podcast. And I am going to start by giving you all a moment to kind of talk about who you are, um, the work that you have out there, or if you have work coming and all of that info. Um, so we can start however or whoever. I always do that and people be like, but we, you can, whoever wants to go first and just give us a brief bio and please introduce the little ones too. So go ahead, whoever wanna start. Hi everybody, my name is Jessica K. Carter. I am a self-published author and a founder of a publishing company actually, Carter Creations Publishing House. I'm an overall mompreneur who also specializes in childcare development as well as urban farming. So I'm very, very happy to be here with everyone today. It's really exciting to see all the littles on camera too. And yeah, thank you for inviting me, Vanna. No problem. Thank you for being here. I do appreciate it. Again, I think she is a gem in the community. Um, so I'm so glad to have this knowledge here on the Hood Talks podcast. Um, so thank you. Go ahead, y'all. Hi, my name is Anthony, um, affectionately known as Peaches to some, but um, I am a public health nurse slash author slash uh, becoming a publisher, and I'm a mom boss, hashtag mom boss, a momager. Um, I'm co-author of the best-selling book, hashtag mom boss, which basically um, outlines the stories of mothers whose children own businesses and the struggles that we had to go through as far as like helping them with our business, but still live real life. And I'm gonna let my little entrepreneurs introduce themselves, starting with Takaya. Hi, Look at the camera, girl. Hi, my name is Takaya. <laughs> I'm the author of Ruby the Reader. Hi, my name is Joshua, and I'm the owner of Jay-Z Sweets. Well, thank you guys for being here. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I can't wait to ask those little young ones some questions. Um, but go ahead, Sharon, jump on in. Um, yes, so I am Sharon Prather, and this is my son, Dewan Strickland, and we are, well, he is self-publishing his first comic book, so. Amazing. My name is Dewan Strickland, and I'm the author of Tech Boy, the comic book, which uh, stars a stars a protagonist, a black protagonist uh, who goes on a journey defeating a villain using tech. So, yes. <laughs> All right. Look at y'all. You're coming up with some creative stuff. Comic book. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it. And we also have Kia. Are you there, Kia? Uh-oh. We can't hear you if you are, but um, we'll give you a moment to figure it all out. Um, hey, I see you. We see you. You know, 
your video is kind of turned upside down, but we see you there. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you on your laptop or your phone, if you can switch it around or maybe turn it around. But it's muted too. Yeah, you muted, so we can't hear you. It's all bad. It's all bad. It's good now, sis. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my work computer. Like, I can't get into the other work computer. I can only get into the laptop. And this is the, how the video shows up on the laptop at all times. Even oh. when I know. Well, that's okay, girl. We're going to roll with it. It is what it is. You heard. So, let's, let's, we're going to roll with the punches, baby. That's how we do it here. So, um, go ahead and just introduce yourself and tell people about your um, books that you have. Um, how about um, I'm Kia. I'm a poet. I have two books, uh, Complicated Melody Poems in the Key of F dot 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 you and F dot 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 you mean. They were my therapy. And that's pretty much all I got. It's early in the morning over here. So yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, I didn't, you know, I totally forgot that you were not in the San Louis uh, area. Oh, no worries. <laughs> I gotta get up and make some candles anyway, so we good, we good. We good, we good, we got roll with the punches. Okay, um, so again, thank you guys for being here and of course committing your time to be here and have this conversation with me on this Saturday. This is a Saturday morning, so um, again, I appreciate you guys. Um, so we're gonna kind of just go ahead and jump right in if y'all okay with that. Um, and I just wanna first kind of give you guys I first want to give you guys the opportunity to talk about your journey into becoming a published author or the journey that you're currently on to be published um, and give us a little background history, if that's okay. Um, again, whoever wants to go ahead and jump in, I mean, it's all up to y'all, how y'all want to flow, if you want, you know, to keep an order or okay, I just want to go ahead and just jump in. <laughs> Well, my first uh, two self-published books center around black and brown children, actually. It's a group called Tribe X Presents. And I actually started that series when I was pregnant with my daughter. I knew I wanted her to have something a little different to look forward to, a genre that I thought was a little bit untapped when it came to black and brown kids, uh, majestical magic type thoughts and things of that nature. So um, I had five friends who have different magical powers and hair curly like mine, skin as dark as mine or as light with freckles. I wanted to make sure I was able to accomplish every child I've had the pleasure of knowing in my time in early childhood education and put them in a book and let them see themselves every day. So um, that's where my thought of Tribe X actually came from. And my first book, Tribe X Presents ABC Affirmations About Me, actually teaches uh, different characteristics and affirmations for children from A to Z. And the second book, Tribe X Presents Growing Pains, was an opportunity to play off um, folklore we've heard probably growing up, but actually turning it into something that black and brown children could relate to with the magical beings and gardening and things of that nature. So for me, getting into self-publishing was all about putting the type of books out that I wish I could find for my daughter and extending that into something that I thought more kids like her would love. Oh, right. Yes, we do definitely know that representation matters and we need more of it when we're talking about books and TVs and all of that. Um, so, yes, thank you. 
whoever else want to talk about their journey? I know kind of Sharon, that's kind of where um, DJ and his came in in play, right? With the representation in the comic world. You guys want to elaborate on that for us? Um, I can say I was just, I was inspired to create Tech Boy uh, after watching Black Panther. And yes, I saw that there wasn't many Black protagonists. So I decided to, well, I, I could do something about it. So I decided to uh, create a superhero uh, who uh, starring a black protagonist, um, and that's kind of uh, where I started. I and I also had a love for technology, so I just yeah combined that and create uh, Tech Boy. Oh, look at you! See that 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 that's that's why it matters. You saw he saw something that looks like he wanted it to look. He's like, I need to create more. So look at this. Thank you. DJ for putting the effort into making this uh, comic book and Thank it's going to be some little black boy that's going to see your comic book he's going to think the exact same thing so I appreciate that um, and how has it been going Sharon for you um, trying to publish with uh, his comic book um, it's been exciting and I would say scary at the same time I have Miss Tanika here who's like my mentor she's like guiding me uh, Miss Ariel uh, Biggs through uh, Mom Boss, and she's been guiding me too. I we have some really good um, people that are really mentoring me through the process because I didn't know, you know, he, he had this idea and I just didn't know what to do. I'm like, okay, he wants to write a book. Okay, now what, you know? And thankfully, you know, um, my sorrow here, Tanika, really has been like holding my hand through the whole process, and she is awesome because <laughs> I know I've been bothering her with a lot of questions I'm like okay I don't get it what do I do I'm, I'm texting her all times of the night I'm like she's so patient with us um you know so yeah definitely love her we give her all the flowers um for yes her. and when I first met her yeah she deserves it all she's been great um and, you know, my son asking, you know, asking Josh and Takaya questions, too, because, you know, they started their own business. And yes. they, uh, DJ's been there since the beginning of their business. He's been watching them, you know, watching their journey. And he just got inspired by that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, when I heard uh, Tanika talk about her children and what they yeah. were doing, I was like, go, oh, girl. Awesome. Like, awesome. I just, I can't wait to the man or Delilah come and be like, mom, I want to do this. I'm like, Tanika. Exactly. <laughs> What do I do? What do I right do? Now. Go ahead, Tanika. Elaborate on your journey um, with both of your uh, children. Yes. Um, um, one has well, the desserts, right? So his is more like the business and the um, right. young girl here. Uh, remind me of her name. I don't want to call her. Takaya. Takaya. Sorry, yeah. look, let me check myself. Like, um, writing journey goes like what makes this so dope is that all of the authors here we all all of our genres even though we all so different we related because like um like my writing journey started when i was in fourth fifth grade i was like so fascinated by the x-men that was like the only Marvel thing I knew about. And my daddy is like this big Marvel genius. But the only thing I really knew about was the X-Men. Storm was like who I looked up to. So I was like, okay, what if 
we could have a I could make a comic book that focused on mainly like black women superheroes. So when I was <laughs> when I was in fourth grade, I used to make these little comics. Don't laugh at me, y'all. It's called it was called the T Women. Since Xavier had his X-Men, I was like, okay, I can have some black women. My name's Tanika and uh the T <laughs> women. So that's how my writing journey started. I've always had a love for writing. And then through the years, um, like when I was in middle school, high school, I used to write poems and uh, short stories. And I used to, um, poems and short stories. What else did I used to do? Oh, I used to write my journal a lot and I still do. And then when I got to college, I kind of um, still wrote poems, did more spoken word. And that's how I say we all related because I know Kia is heavily into um, spoken word. And then um, wrote, just kept writing short stories and things like that. And some of my works got featured into our um, school newspaper in college at um, so shout out to University of Missouri, St. Louis. But um, but uh, life, life has really like, hit me since I graduated before I graduated and really after I graduated when I started having kids Mm. and I kind of slacked up on my writing you know because I let life get the best of me I still took little notes of like what was going on here and there but I let life get the best of me and I didn't really get to writing like I should have like I should have a whole library of stuff right now but like I said I let life get the best of me and then um we were going through some issues and Josh uh, was like, he saw a friend of mine, a friend I graduated high school with, her daughter has a cookie business, shout out to Mia's Treats. And um, we were at uh, this, we was at this organization called Hands Up United. They used to have this uh, event called Books and Breakfast where every other Saturday or so, or once a month, they would give out books and breakfast to the community, mainly on the north side. It started in Ferguson, but then it later got moved to the north side over there in um, O'Fallon Park area. And so we would volunteer. We always, me, Sharon, DJ, the kids, we always volunteered at Books and Breakfast. Well, at this particular event, they had a, a kid entrepreneur event. And that's how we met uh Arielle Biggs, who is the mother of Mikey Knows Biggs, her son owns vending machines, and he's a children's book author. Now, when I met them, Mikey, Mikey was the same, Mikey's the same age as Josh and DJ. He's about 10 years old. And when I met him and he came to me and he was like, "Um, I have this book and it's about such and such, such and such, and would you like to purchase? And I'm like, okay, you know, I support the kids. But then I said, oh, okay, so who wrote the book? I'm paying them. I'm like, who wrote the book? He was like, I did. I said, excuse me. He was like, I did. And I'm looking at the book and I'm looking at the name. I said, what's your name? And he was like, that's me. And I'm flipping and I saw his picture in the back and I said, you wrote this book? Where your mama at? <laughs> and I said it just like that. And so that's how I met his mom. This was like 2017 or so. And I was just intrigued, like it opened up a whole new world to me about kids writing books. Like I was just intrigued by that, you know? And so I met up with um Ariel and Josh was inspired to open his business, which is Jay-Z Sweets. I'll let him talk about that. Right. And, um, next thing you know, every it, we kind of became like a little sisterhood of moms whose children own businesses. 
And then we all have different experiences. I was going through some legal issues, some court issues. I'm just going to keep it real. And my kids were um, having issues as a result of that. And um, other moms, like one mom has suffered through homelessness. And just it was just one mom suffered through domestic violence. It was just a lot. And so Ariel came up with the idea of why don't we write a book about how we are basically persevering through life challenges and still helping our kids fulfill their dreams of entrepreneurship, regardless of what field of entrepreneurship that they're going through. And that's when um, hashtag mom boss was born. Okay. And that, um, that debuted in May, 2019, and it became a number one bestseller on Amazon. Okay. And so when Kaya, so I co-authored that book along with 10 other moms and so this is the birth of rereader reader okay. so Kaya saw that I had a book and she loves to read I I mean I like to read when I was a kid but she on another level like I'm like girl you don't like Barbie <laughs> like she loved it. and it's nothing wrong with that you know no. but I did and I think it was her way of coping when we were going through what we were going through okay. and she was like I want to write a book and I'm like, <laughs> okay. But I didn't, because <laughs> she was like six or seven. So I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, she don't know, you know, she don't know the business. And then she kept on, kept on. I want to write a book. I want to write a book. So early last year, right before the pan panoramic happened, <laughs> right before the pandemic hit, she was like, no, mama, for real. I got this idea about this girl she a black girl i want her chocolate i want her dark skin i want her to kind of look like me i want her to have this big puppy her and she a superhero and she gets her powers through reading yeah. i said tell me more you know what i said like she had all she had like, it all planned out like she was she had it she all planned on it I let her, she she wrote it and she had her ideals and I helped polish it, but this is her baby. Riri the Reader is her baby. And that's how Riri the Reader was. <laughs> Look at her. Yes, I love girl. Riri the Reader, girl. That's how it was born. So you want to say anything about your book? Huh? Can we see your show? What is it? Like she said she did. She said, here you go. That's it. Go back. <laughs> what is it you like about Riri the Reader, real quick? Because it's about a black, real black girl who loves to read. Okay. What she sounds like? Did y'all hear that clearly? I'm sorry. Speak up, speak up to guys. Because it's about a little black girl who loves to read. Yes. 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 Real <laughs> black girls that love to read. Because we love to read. Y'all, real quick, talk about Jay-Z Special announcement. This is exclusive for the hood talk. Only for the hood talk. Yeah. Um, I'm on our Jay Z Sweets, and basically, what we do in Jay Z Sweets is basically bakery. We bake cake pops, we sell candy, and um, sometimes we do even some special stuff. But um, since the pandemic, we have to put the, you know all the baking and stuff on hold. So right now, I sell merch. But right now, I um, I got done manuscripting my book of Jay Z and the Sweets. Oh. Yay! Congratulations. Congratulations. Look at that. And he was inspired by who? DJ. Yep. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah. He's been walking with DJ and them through the process of publishing his comic book. And Josh been like, 
he been watching it and he kind of been like proofreading DJ's um, mm -hmm. manuscript to kind of, she showing excerpts of Rereader Reader. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> show us, show us that book, honey. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Y'all see that representation on the pages. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we had been walking him through the process, DJ through the uh, publishing process, and Josh, he really loved DJ's manuscript, and he was like, "Man, I want to write a book. Man, I want to write a book." I'm like, "Don't come to me till you come with a manuscript. <laughs> Don't tell me what you want to do. You show me." And he he just really loved um, DJ's manuscript. And I had him purposely read DJ's manuscript because they're the same age. And I wanted to see how the audience that DJ wants to target, I wanted to see how they will respond to the raw manuscript. And let me and highlight something about this though. Have you, are y'all, I want, I want the Hood Talks podcast to, to, to zoom in on this. Community. We, they, you see how they're saying, I know each other, we're, we're doing this, we're doing that. We're working as a team. We're being inspired right. by each other. We're not hating and saying, oh, no, nah, he need his book out there first. So he, this is what we have to continue to do, people. And it's how it's watering down to the children. The children are being exposed to this positivity. And they're right. like collaborating and thinking together and working together. That's that is what I'm talking about. And kudos right. to y'all for that. Right. I, I have to uh, highlight that here on the Hood Talk. If anybody knows Peaches, if anybody knows me, you know I'm a support. My my daughter got Jessica's book in her library, which we're going to be highlighting um, on Reread a Reader pretty soon. And then I got Kia's um, collected book. Of and we want to bring Kia in on this conversation too. Let us hear about her journey. We support. You heard me. We support. We, and I ain't balling, but I'm going to put some money to, to the side as much as I can and try to support my people. Because if we don't support us, how are we going to expect us to grow? You know what I'm saying? So, I agree with that. But I was inspired by DJ. He read over the script I had said. I said, Okay, you keep saying you want to write a book, but you ain't got me gave me no ideals. You you give me nothing. I said, don't come to me till you come with a manuscript, and I'll be done on last week. He came he with one whole manuscript in a day. I said, okay, now I got to help him. <laughs> All right, he came with some though. Okay, I, I'm glad. So now we got some stuff to work, some more stuff to work on. Go ahead, kudos to you, yes, Josh. Yes, yes, yes. So uh. That's Hood Talk exclusive. We just announced it here on the Hood Talk. On the Hood Talks. And we appreciate that. That's, we, we ain't never had an exclusive before. Look at that. <laughs> hey, you a first on my list too. Hey, exclusive. Jay-Z, sweet. I'm with it. But go ahead, Kia. Please tell us about your poetry and your poems. And I know you said how it was therapeutic uh, for you to write those. And please enlighten us on, that, on your journey. Man. I was in a toxic relationship for nine straight years. When Sharon met me, she know I have a way with words. I can scare you. I can make you feel loved. I can make you think. I got with somebody. Thought I loved him. You know, stupidity. Um, and he didn't stunt my words until I got out here, out in Phoenix. But he stunted my words. My vocabulary, my diction, everything like that kind of, it cut off. So for nine years, I couldn't push out a poem. I couldn't push out a story. I couldn't push out nothing. And I didn't understand why. 
left him, got with somebody, wasn't good for me, but brought my passion back. I wrote him a poem one day, just in my feelings, you know, on some extracurricular mess. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm feeling all sappy today. Let me go ahead and write something, you know, a little something silly. Where did I put that stone? Oh, here you go. Sorry, y'all, I'm wrapping stones right now because I got orders. So I got to multitask. You multitask, go ahead. This is the hood top. We do that. Yeah, man. Girl, because uh, <laughs> this lady coming to get this in about an hour. So, you know, I got business that got to handle. But yeah, that's why I was like, good thing this is early because, yeah, I hadn't did it yet. So I wrote him this poem and he was like, well, where's the rest of it? And I was like, what you mean, where's the rest of it? He was like, I know if you wrote this, you got others. I was like, nah, this first one I wrote in a few years. He was like, what's a few years? I was like, nine. He was like, so you ain't got nothing to say? I said, I got a lot to say. Y'all normally hear what I got to say. I talk. And when I talk, I say a lot. I don't hold nothing back at all. He said, well, write it down. Then I started going through some things. I had a, a quick suicide scare because I was going through it. I got diagnosed with lupus. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. I walked into Tempe Town Lake. And when I did it, this guy grabbed me by the back of my shirt and was like, what you doing? I'm like, uh, what it look like? It's the middle of the night and I'm walking into a lake fully clothed. What does it look like? So at that time, it was like, okay, kind of time to fix some stuff because I was stressed out. Like, but you know, you get diagnosed with a terminal illness. Actually, at the time, I got diagnosed with two. The first one, it was like, okay, I could deal with this. Then the lupus came on top of that, and it was like, you know what, nah. But after that, uh, the next day, I went and got this tattoo. I know y'all can't really see it. It says, save me, but when you flip it, it says, I'm fine. It's an ambigram. So, I talked to dude, told him what I did. He was like, well, you need to go see somebody. I said, I'm not talking to these people out here. Because the last time I talked to these people out here, the lady looked at me and she tried to discount my feelings. Well, anybody that knows me, you try to discount my feelings. My, uh, my words are very, very cutthroat. If you discount, I'm just going to tear you down. And I'll tear you down piece by piece. Negative mindset, I know. It is what it is. But that's where I was at at that time. So he told me to write about it. That's why in the first book, that very first, uh, like, seven or eight poems, is so dark. Because I had to let it all out. And you can see, like, the further into it, how my feelings changed. How I got a little stronger. How my mind just... So from, like, August to December... I wrote everything out. Then he was like, so what you going to do with it? It's like, well, I guess I'll put it in a book. And that's how that one came. He was like, so what you going to call it? And I would always walk around singing a complicated melody by NDIRE. He was like, so that's what you're going to call it? I was like, yeah, but it's poems in the key of F dot 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 U. He said, why? I said, because my homeboy said that if you put a cuss word in the uh, title, Amazon won't publish it. So... <laughs> That's how we remedy that. That's how it, it was. He was like, that makes sense. Mm. And I did it. So the first one is how people made me feel and my reaction to it. Mm. The second one is how I feel about me and me walking in my truth. 
this one that's coming out in the next three weeks is my uh, evolution, my me learning, learn the fact that I learned to love me. But I am, I really not, be honest, I'm really not into spoken word. I just got on Clubhouse and they called. <laughs> that's what happened. And that's what happened. And I've been doing it every day since. Okay. And that's on Clubhouse, you said? Yeah. You do them, you do them like, um, you have like, do you have a set schedule when you're doing them on Clubhouse or you just randomly go in the rooms? I get a text message from somebody that says, hey, we in the room, slide in. Okay. And I'd be like, okay, I'm on medical leave until March 8th, so I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> I, you know, I, I met y'all on Clubhouse. Yes. I've, I've known Sharon since before she had DJ. Oh, wow. But yeah, I remember how... Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I remember how little DJ used to be. DJ was little. <laughs> And now look at him out here doing his first interview. I'm gonna be like when DJ get older, like I interviewed him. Mm, On the hood talk. Remember me? We did that. Yeah. I'm waiting on the first movie because I know that first movie gonna be cold. Let's get it. Let's Let's get it. it. Okay, y'all. So let's get into some stuff. Okay. Let's get into this real conversation about publishing and being published authors, especially as of course black people. How has that been? Has it been um, hard, easy, like obstacles you've had to, you know, go through? Um, if there's any resources you feel like should have been out there, like let's dive into all of that. And again, jump in, whoever feels like I want to get in here and talk about it. Let's talk about it. And this is the hood talk. So again, real and raw. Let's keep it real and raw. <laughs> I'm sorry. I would say the hardest kids in the back. So I'm like, I'm sorry if I keep muting, but I got two little ones in the back. Girl, come on, y'all know me. I am the queen of mommy mode 100%. That's I need the hood talk slash mommy mode. I just want to see me doing the same thing because people laughing, my baby crying. Yeah, it's real. Right. So I'm like, but I'm like trying to. Keep it quiet over here, but I got a three-year-old and a 10-month-old, so. No need to apologize, but go ahead, Ms. Jessica, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I would say uh, the hardest thing for me was just figuring out what to do, and that might sound so um, cliche, but, you know, if you just don't know, you just don't know, so I think that's one thing I enjoy about the journey uh, now that I was able to go through it and go back and tell somebody else now what they can expect and what to do to make it a little bit easier. Uh, Because, you know, just being able to lift that feeling of the unknown makes the process a little bit easier. Yes, that is true. Um, I agree. Walking into something that you don't know is definitely not an easy thing. It's not. Um, Anybody else feels like there's um, I know like for me like like I had said I had been writing stuff but it's di- it's different between being a writing a writer and a published author so I did not know anything about the publishing game in 2019 18 19 when we uh published hashtag mom boss so that's why I'm so glad that um I was able to do an anthology first 
with other authors and with a previously published author to kind of learn the game. Um, So that was dope about that, just doing the anthology and learning the publishing game first. And then when I branched off on my own, um, I published um, Rereader Reader. Well, my up and coming imprint published Rereader Reader and we're um, helping DJ's project as well. I would say children's books, man, why y'all ain't tell me the game was this hard with children's books? My God, I didn't think children's books would be as hard as adult books because the, the word, you don't have as many words as adult books, but um, with children's picture books. But I think the biggest challenge with children's picture books is just like the illustrations and make sure that the illustrations match the voice of the book, you know. So but that's, far- that's one of the biggest challenges, the oh, differences my- in children's books versus adult books. Am I getting that right? Children's pictures books, not all, because you know you have some young adult or middle grade books that don't have that many illustrations. Okay. So that's different, but like children's pictures books, like Rereader Reader, Tribe X, um, comic books, like DJ's book, Oh, Jesus. Like, you know, I, I learned it with Riri the Reader, so I'm a little bit better now, but that's a challenge. And mm-hmm. I think one of the, like, just greatest challenges of all is that, number one, in Black and publishing, we out here boots on the ground, especially when you independent, because mm-hmm. we don't have, like, unfortunately, like, Black folks, we don't have capital. We don't have, mm-hmm. like, the generational wealth, like rich parents and stuff like that, who could fund our projects, you know what I'm saying? Because them illustrations are really, really, really expensive. And so we don't have something in the savings or have folks, investors and all of this stuff, or a big traditional publishing house that will sponsor or that will pay for, you know, cover those illustrations. And then on top of that, a lot of your traditional publishers publishing houses they don't they typically reject our manuscripts and stuff like that they don't push mm. out books as much as they push out white people's books you know what i'm saying mm. and so we're up here fighting to not only have our voice be heard but like to try to put the money behind the projects to make sure it get published so that our children can see more of themselves books that they read and I think that's the biggest one of the biggest challenges is that like I said we just don't have that capital so we out here like just straight hustling trying to pay just to get the book published in the first place so that we can have more representation so Mm. that's that's one of the struggles I've noticed and after all of that like real talk y'all y'all might see a lot of um like black authors these days, like on Instagram, uh, you might see some rooms in Clubhouse and things like that. So we're be, we're more visible now than when we were when we were growing up, 80s babies, 90s kids. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We do see more black children's book authors or just black authors in general. So we may see that more now because of social media. But unfortunately, the statistics have shown that we're still underrepresented when it comes to um, publishing books and things like that. Like, there's still like less than 10% of all children's books that features Black protagonists. And we got to change that because not only our children need to see themselves in the books they read, but I'm going to keep it real. Yes, 
kids, these Asian kids, every other race, they need to see black protagonists. They need to see we out here. We exist. We're superheroes. We're poets. We have powers. We can change the world. We're doctors. We're lawyers. We're just trying to make, like, they need to see, you know what I'm saying, that we're out here too. Because when you erase the black protagonist, when you erase that, when people see us in real life, mm-hmm. they don't think we're capable of doing great things. Mm-hmm. And so we got to change this. And yes. I also noticed too, um, like researching this, and Tanika, you brought this to my attention. I didn't really realize how many books that have black faces on it that are written by white people. I had no idea until you had me. We I forgot when we had this conversation. Had me go through my library and research like some of the names. Cause you know, when I'm in the store and I see like a little, you know, a board book or whatever, you know, with little black kids on, I'm gonna get it because you know, I want my kids' library to represent, you know, them. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like a lot of white people writing these books with the black faces. I'm like, where 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 are we? I'm gonna teach your history and everything else if you ain't careful. I was just like, but ain't that how it usually is? Though they're telling our history, and we're not. Uh-huh. Ain't that how it goes? Telling our story. I was like, oh my god. TV, like all these black people that's on TV and these shows. Who are behind them though? We ain't talk- we talking about the owner of these shows. Who are behind them? It ain't us. So I, I was so shocked when she brought that to my attention, and I'm like, that's why I was so excited to help him get off the ground, and you know finding illustrators and editors that are all black, you know, trying to keep the money within us. Um, right. Was like such a big deal. I don't know. Did you want to say Yes. That? Oh, this is what I want to challenge your listeners to do on the Hood Talks. This is what I this is what I challenge Sharon to do. I don't know how we got on this. I don't remember either. That's why I don't know how we got on the conversation. I don't know how we got on the subject. Um I think I might have sent her some statistics or something about how a lot of uh black children's books or books with uh featuring black protagonists or um it's not that many point blank period right. and and i think i had told you not only it's not that many but a lot of them especially from your traditional publishing companies a lot of them are by white authors so right. my challenge to the um listeners to the audience of the hood talks i'm gonna challenge you like i challenged myself first and then like i challenged sharon Go to your kids' library or look at your stack of kids' books, whether it comes from the public library or your own library at home or yeah. the books you get from school, and just search. Look at the authors. Look at the authors, and you'll be surprised at how a lot of the uh, books that have Black protagonists that are traditionally published, right. a lot of them are white. Yeah, that's I, We're real big on and so she they both have a lot of black history books, especially children black history books. I was going through them things and I said, well, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> that's who wrote this, you know what I'm saying? And that's another challenge. So now we, not only we got a challenge of trying to get more black protect children's book with black protagonists by black authors now we got to make more children's book about black history that are not only accurate but by black authors as well so the struggle continues Mm. (laughs) it definitely does man it definitely does and but like you said not only that part of us being able to do that but behind us the the money because it we know it takes money right y'all y'all going through this journey y'all been in this journey it takes money to do these things um so how do we get the money 
I'm sorry. I said them illustrations hurt, hurt, the, hurt. They hurt the pockets. It's, you want, you want, you want good. You, you want it to be good. Quality, so, right? Like with him being a his being a comic book, it had more pictures than words. You know, because it's telling the story. And I was like, Whew. but you know, when you're going through, and thankfully we were blessed to find someone that was still in school that just wanted to get his work out there. So it worked out really well. But I said, oh, number God, but yeah. It, it, but it's, but so think about too, like it might be people as who's hopefully you know they get to watch this, but there might be people out there that wants to do this, but they don't even know where to start, how to start, and they don't have the access to people like you guys do. So that's what the question comes in, like what resources other than I know we talked about the, like um, having the money and things like that, but what resources do we think should be out in our communities to help promote more of us to be? Uh, writers and book authors and things like that. A lot of creative writers. I think we have the resources. It's a matter of awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing where to find those resources, knowing that you can do it, knowing there are Black writers and Black illustrators and editors um, and so on and so forth that actually need and want to put those stories out there. So, you know, everybody got this. You know, everybody got a phone. There go Google. There go your resource. Now, what keywords do you need <laughs> to get to where you got to go? Facts. Yeah. Okay. So it's utilizing, and like you said, the awareness to just know that it is people out here. And it's okay. If you want to be in this lane, it's okay to be in this lane and do those things. Um, so, man, uh, anybody else want to elaborate on what you think uh, we need or any challenges that you have um being a published author or publishing at all? Actually, yeah. I actually, um, being in these poetry rooms, I've met a lot of people, like a lot of people. So there's this guy, Peaches and uh, Sharon. I want y'all to go follow him on um, Instagram. Also follow him on Clubhouse. His name is Michael Gunn. On Instagram, he is Jordan Michael. Let me see, is it Jordan Michael 99? He normally posts so much that there's no question. But he's actually the guy that chooses the books for the children's author, the children's author, the independent authors, the poetry authors for the NAACP award. You all need to go and go and follow him. And uh, because I'm actually doing an event with him tomorrow for um, Black History. He chose one of my books and put it in for nominations for the NAACP award. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate sure. it. Yes. But I what know that Reread a Reader would definitely be something that he would want to look at. Because he what, reads. What was his name? Because I'm searching while you're talking. Michael Gunn. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can. I'm looking for his name because Michael, I talk to him at least three, four times a day. Mm hmm. Uh, let's see. On Instagram is Jordan Michael G nine nine. Okay. And on a uh, clubhouse is Michael Gunn and it's G U I N N. Okay, found it. I found him on uh, on Instagram. Thank you. No problem. Definitely, you know, ask him for the information. Just tell him, you know, you would like to the information of how to submit a book for the award, and tell him I sent you. And okay. he'll definitely give you the information. But he hosts a lot of poetry events. But for the job that he does, 
he does a lot of creative writing workshops, spoken word workshops. It's something that you all would definitely want to look into. Also, um, there's a lot of grants out there right now. I've applied to 15 different grants for Black poets. There's a lot for children's books. There's a lot for African-American literature. Dropping so, gems, y'all. Y'all listening? So it's mm -hmm. a lot out here. One of my friends does, a, um, once a month, he does a a, a room in, on Clubhouse just telling you, hey, you need to, uh, you all need to look at this. I'm going to send you the list through the email and we go from there. We were in his room for about four hours and he sent the list out to everyone that came into the room. So you definitely want to check out, like, on Clubhouse, a lot of the times I just do, like, I do a search that just says poetry. I've met so many different people all over the U.S. I'm getting paid to do poetry now. So that goes back to what Jessica said, utilizing your resources. And we don't, um, that's one big thing for me in the, um, and to help our community is that we do have access to things that certain we didn't have back in the day. And it's internet, and it's about using it for our benefit. And making sure that we're taking in the, the information and researching it yourself because not everything is good information but utilizing those information that does come out clubhouse is a, a platform i think that can be utilized to help uh, uh get knowledge about certain things that you may be interested in um but using social media and also like the internet the web period to your benefit and uh, researching what you're interested in. Because it is, I mean, St. Louis is one area. This, it's a United States of America. There's so many people out here doing so many dope things. Um, but you know, I definitely want to keep it on community and highlight what we're doing. But it is so many connections out here worldwide, y'all. So tap into that. Um, and again, thank you for sharing that information, Kia. Um, because everybody can use information and, uh, again, helping and supporting each other is what how we're going to keep moving forward and changing these narratives. Um, networking. Yeah, networking and supporting each other when we do that. Because um, that's our biggest thing sometimes, too. You know, we don't like to support each other. Um, and, you know, we have a stereotype of how we think we should all be in one uh, way. And it's just not realistic. Um, so... I do want to dive into y'all um, to just kind of um, talk when we talk about community um, in a smaller sense, um, let's say specifically the black community. How can the community support um, publishing authors, um, people who are um, writing books or in that area, editing or however, how can we support you all? Like share, um, post art, Post your favorite quote from the book. Take pictures of the of the cover when you get the book and say, hey, you know, I bought this. And then even if you if you get a chance, post a link. Hey, y'all might like this poem. Check it out in this book. Or hey, you got a little kid? You should check out this book. Because this book is like it can help her read. It can help him read. Oh, you like black superheroes? Check this out. Stuff like that. The like and the share is one of the biggest things that someone can do for somebody with a book. Also, if you publish through Amazon, the more reviews you get, the more that they push your book out to other people. Mm. So when those reviews come through, they're like, okay, well, they got review after review after review after review. Let me send, in, send an email to the people that are always on Kindle. Here's a book you may like. Mm. 
and you'd be surprised at how many times you get that. Like, ever since I've been on Clubhouse, I've been getting, like, books bought and reviews. So now I received an email a couple of days ago with my first book saying, this is a book that you may like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I wrote it. But, you know, <laughs> it'd be there. You know, like, hey, okay. That's how I know that my book is actually doing better than it was because it's reaching people that are outside of my circle. Mm-hmm. But sharing and reviewing is one of the biggest things. So if some simple. Yes. They can't go along. And you can buy the book too. Let's not forget that. Buy the book. Purchase the book. Okay. You probably get more of the money versus you buying from Amazon. If you know an author who actually wholesales books, you want to buy directly from them. Okay. Got you. And so that's a that's a difference. Explain that for me, Jessica. What people, period. The wholesale versus you say Amazon. Well, if I wholesale my books, I can sell them to you and get a bigger profit off of it versus Amazon giving me so much of the profit that we agreed to, you know, whatever that contractual price is. Got you. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. And also to follow them, if if you have like an Instagram or Facebook to go and follow them so you can see updates and, you know it makes it easier to support others. Yes, that is true. So what he's saying is go follow Team Te- Tech Boy. So like that, yeah. <laughs> Instagram and Facebook, okay? Yeah. Yeah. You're in his head. I'm like, that's what he was just like, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, right. Okay, that is so true. Um, Put them by donating. Donating, donations. Y'all heard these young people. They're telling y'all what y'all need to do, right? Donate. Because they're always, especially if you're talking about, again, trying to get those illustrations. So and supporting them in that process um, so they can pay for those things. Say that again. <laughs> and when I heard donate, I heard twofold. Um, sometimes I donate a book after I read it just so somebody else can read that story. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. A- that reminds but- me of Books and Breakfast. Hold up, buy yep, like books and breakfast. And then hold up, not only buy books for your own library to have at home, but buy some books to donate. You know what I'm saying? So buy because that will that will benefit the author. Not on not it's not all about profit, you know what I'm saying? But profit is a big thing because some of us that's our livelihood. But that will help us not only with the profit, but that'll help us so where we can make more projects, you know what I'm saying. Right. Or, you know, make more, not just book projects, but some people like with Rereader Reader, she's been getting so many um like questions and requests about merch. Like, y'all got uh, a shirt for this? Or what about bows? Or what, y'all got this? Y'all got that? That costs money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, you could start by donating and, and buy, like Jessica said, buy the book because not only will that help us with profits, but that'll help us fund these projects that the people, you know, that y'all been asking for. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the money side. But there's a lot of, and I see this circle around um, social media a lot, but it is so true. There are so many ways to support Black authors, y'all, that are for zero, free 99. Share, share, 
it don't cost you to share. Like what Kia said, share, cuz, share. Like, <laughs> share. That yes, I agree. I do agree. <laughs> and I always say, like, you know, uh, I be sitting back on my own personal thing. Oh, like, I know. That, that ain't no wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> girl that is funny <laughs> she like mm-mm, mama <laughs> not the uh, wrong <laughs> well, mama, so girl stop but no the the shirt the, the sharing like um sharing posts and doing it continuously and engaging on our posts on social media mm-hmm. that more visible to more people we wouldn't be able to reach single-handedly and this digital method of sharing is basically like old school word of mouth you know and we could take it there when you talking to your friends on the phone or when you texting people hey you know so-and-so daughter or, or jessica or kid they got this book man you should check it out for your book club or for your school, like kind of plug us in, you know, if you know some uh people in education, some administrators or some book clubs, or even if you know an influencer, somebody who might benefit, somebody who has an organization that helps children in any way, or whatever the target audience is of the book, plug us in, man. You know what I'm saying? It don't cost. It right. don't cost. So it's all about sharing the information. That's the the number one key, sharing and buying the book too. Yes, I definitely I'm sorry, just to piggyback off of that and to go with what Kia was saying, uh, how clubhouses really like helped us because I go into like these clubhouse rooms and I'm like constantly promoting DJ and he's really into tech. So I'm trying to get him connected with a lot of other black men and women out there that are in tech to kind of, get him out there and to, uh, to mentorship and everything. And since getting on Clubhouse, it's like three different people that have reached out to me already for to, to set him up with interviews and to also kind of get him in to do like workshops and stuff like that, which will be coming soon. But yeah. Also uh, piggyback on to uh, that. Go ahead, DJ. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's really good. If you have like one specific and like how you're saying with Sharon, you can eventually become, uh, you can eventually reach other people in completely different groups. Like you can be about reading and writing, then you can reach music, then that one will reach this one to reach this one to a lot of people know about it, even if they're not what, what your specific audience is. That makes sense. And then maybe then y'all could collaborate, work together, and then y'all comic book gonna become a TV series. <laughs> I, y'all keep speaking that. I like that. Thank you. We speak things into existence on the Good Talk podcast. We, I believe in that, baby. Let me tell you. Hey, yes. Did you reach out to David Kirkman? To who? We're going to do that off here, y'all. Not real quick, because we're going to kind of let's keep it moving. Oh. I'm sorry, y'all. we on a time uh, limit a little bit, but I, let's say a restraint. <laughs> yes, we're on a time limit. Um, so let's get into. Um, Real quick, I know y'all talked about like the donating um, and all of that. Do y'all have any plans at all to you help uh, the community with you uh, with their projects or with your books and things like that? If that makes sense, like um, I know, um, um, I was gonna say, uh, I think you donated your books. Is that am I not? Is that right or not, uh, Tanika? You donated some of the books to somebody or something like that. Yeah, can you kind of elaborate on those things? 
initiative with she don't want to talk. Okay, so real quick, um, it's a couple of things we do. <laughs> it's a couple of things. She playing shy. Don't let this fool y'all. But it's a couple of things we're doing with re with reread the reader. Takaya is actually hosting a um book drive where um we've donated not only copies of Reread the Reader, but um other books with black protagonists to an organization in St. Louis called the Life Foundation. And what they do is they have a reading superheroes club and they distribute books um to children in mainly underserved areas. And the goal of the book drive is to increase home libraries, children's home libraries, so that they'll have more books at home that they can read because we know, you know, everybody can't make it to the library itself now due to the pandemic and things like that. So we want to increase having your own personal library at home. And Josh, tell what your um, community initiative is. What you doing for the community? Oh yeah, I'm donating uh, money to, fo to foster children. Yes. Look at that. Go ahead, y'all. Y'all doing some things. We apply all of that. Anybody else got some? Uh, yes, sir. I plan to host workshops. I also plan to go into some middle schools and high schools and talk about my book. Um, and also have some more plans, but that's going to be a little bit for the future, though. <laughs> okay. Plan on. I love it. That little young mind over there. I love it. Go ahead. Anybody else want to elaborate on something? Well, last month I actually hosted a So You Think You're Ready to uh, Become an Author workshop on Clubhouse. And that was a six-part series where I spoke to different authors about development, techniques they could use as far as brainstorming, uh, setting their environment so that they can write in the right, in the right mind state, excuse me, and things of that nature. So that was really uh, helpful and fulfilling to a few individuals, I believe. And my goal this year is to definitely, yes, because Peach just sat in on a couple of them. I forgot about that. She definitely was there asking those good old questions. And pages of notes from her workshop, y'all. She was dropping gems. So yeah. Okay. See, so I love just being again clubhouse. Yeah, we done said this about four times. If you're right. clubhouse, you can't get on there. <laughs> then you want to get on there because it's a great networking opportunity, even for people um who feel like they may have it, you know, together on one end, it's plenty of other things you can learn, if not even just practicing and fine tuning your skills with other sharp minds. So yeah, I love Clubhouse too. Uh, but that workshop, that series in general um, was just one of a few things I hope to do throughout the year because I really want to see more of us publish. And I have a goal of 20 people, helping 20 people publish this year. Yes. Alrighty, look at you. You like putting in the work. Yes, yes, I love it. I love it. Man. Um, you got anything to jump in on with this, Kia? Uh for me, it's just helping with mental health. Like mm -hmm. my poetry goes from one end of the spectrum to the next. Mm -hmm. I uplift you, I'll make you laugh, I'll make you feel some type of way. You know, it's a lot of things, but for me, it's mainly mental health. If you need to talk, I'm here. Mm. If you want me to talk about it, I will. 
if you want to know if I went through it, I may have. But I believe in just, you know, telling people, hey, talk about it, get it off your chest. Yeah. And then figure out a way to push for it. Yes. Yes. And mm-hmm. writing can very can very much be therapeutic. So if you yeah. like to write at all, use that journal, 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 journal. Um, and mental health is a big thing for us in the black community that, you know, that is another one that I like to highlight that we definitely need to make aware it's okay not to be okay. And you know, whatever works for you to help with their mental, maybe a therapist. Maybe writing in a journal, it may be music, but whatever, we definitely need to make sure that we're keeping our mental mind together and intact or healthy, just like your body, you know? It's a progress, work of progress for me, but yes, definitely. Um, so let's bring in the little ones real quick and ask, well, we got them here, but I want to bring them in on the conversation and speak directly to them and ask these beautiful Smart children. Oh my god, I'm so proud of y'all. Um, this is like uh, me looking in our future, you know. And I am very inspired by the children because they will one day take on the lead to keep pushing us forward in this work that we do. So seeing this to me is amazing, and we need to see more of it. So I was definitely wanting to highlight that on the hood talks because this is we got some good stuff going on in the hood. You know, it ain't all bad. We got some good stuff, and people need to see this. Again, um, so for y'all, why did y'all want to write a book? And Jay Z Sweets, we're gonna tweet that question for you. But why did you guys, Team Tech Boy and Riri the Reader, why did you want to write a book? Whoever want to go first, Team, Team Tech Boy? Well, we let the lady go first. Let's let, let the lady go first. Go ahead, honey. You go first. I want to write a book because I wanted kids all over the world to know that there is power in reading. Mm. Yes. And Team Tech Boy. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to uh, show uh, that that I wanted to um, that representation matters, and I wanted to show that those that there can be a lot of black protagonists, and there can be more more. It needs to be more representation out there. Mm-hmm. And so I, so I added my love for technology to my character because I know a lot of people like technology because you know it's like there's uh, gaming and things like that. And, Video game, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I kind of wanted to, sh- um, I kind of wanted to express a lot of that into a character, All right. which kind of. And I hope that I can inspire others. Yes, 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 yes. And Jay-Z Sweets, why did you want to bake some goods? Look, that's you. My, I'm on your team. I like sweets. <laughs> because I like bacon and I want to be a chef when I grow up. And so I can, um, and because I wanted to afford stuff when I was younger. And I wanted to also give back to foster children and to the homeless. Yes, that's... you got a whole band over there. Okay, how, how old was he when he was born? Please tell me the secret. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's girl, they grow up so fast. Like, I'm listening to him talk, and I'm like, boy, stop making your voice deep. When this happened, 
You know, <laughs> he's an iron growth. <laughs> get ready, get ready. That's his interview voice. Yes. <laughs> yes, coming through on the hood talk. Yes, he's like, look, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna let y'all hear this. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. You heard me? I ain't mad. So, um, how do you feel knowing you have a published book or you will publish a book? How do you guys feel? I'm gonna start this off. Okay, okay. Yeah, DJ, because yeah. like, yeah, he's shy and he's out. You got excuse. Nah, -uh. come on, DJ. You right. You ain't shy. Let's go. You all right. Get comfortable. How, how, how did you feel? Go ahead. I just said that I am very excited. Yes. <laughs> I'm very excited knowing that I have this opportunity. I am a little nervous and I, and I was in disbelief a little bit because I. Not that many people have this opportunity. Mm. So knowing that I have one, I need to make the most of it. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. yes. <laughs> okay. So appreciative to your mama for helping you make it happen. That is one great thing. You know, and Miss Tanika and Miss Tanika. Yes. Thank yes. you. Community, see that? Look, it shines through. What about you, Miss Riri the Reader? How did you feel knowing your book was published? I felt excited because speak up. I felt excited because I knew that not many little boys and girls wrote that many books for children like them. Yes, that is what's up. Yes, man. Mr. Jay Z Sweets, how you feel being a business owner? Mm, I feel I'm trying to use another word other than excited because DJ already used that one. Um, <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> That's, I, yeah, I feel it good works. I made that. that like, <laughs> you said I, you feel good? Yeah, I probably feel very or very proud of myself that I own my own business and I was able to, you know, do it. You know what's so dope about this right here is that you have children, children who wrote children's books, but they all are in different stages. So you got Joshua who just finished his manuscript. You got DJ who is in, who's finished editing and manuscript. He's in the illustration phase and getting close to launching. And then you have Takaya, who is published. And what's so dope, all three of them have worked for Jay-Z Sweets at some point in their life. <laughs> I, was about to say that. I was about to say, Josh has been a supervisor since forever because this is the first employee was right here. Yes. <laughs> Well, that's, so that's, that's basically man to work for us like oh uh, i think it's the adults that need to get on board because they collaborate and they're working together that is what's up i love it this yes and that's why we need to keep highlighting this beautifulness like yes y'all keep working together as a team and supporting each other that's that's what's up that is what's up. dj dj ain't fired he's still an employee of jay-z sweet you know what i'm saying <laughs> We, we, we don't say he a, he a contractor and this the assistant. There we go. <laughs> Everybody got their 
But you know what's dope? They laying the foundation to ownership for when they get older. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, we heard to coach them as moms and making sure they don't get too crazy or get too, um, uh, how can I say, not too crazy, but just make sure they don't go down the wrong path. But at the end of the day, they're going to look back on this and they'll be able to draw some skills from childhood to be able to own and do bigger things as they get older or maybe do bigger things this year we never know so you never know yes that is so true that is true so what is one good thing you want people to know about your book or your business reread it read it go <laughs> ladies what you one good thing you want people to know about reread it read it it's a number reading. one bestseller too. What else? Uh, reading is your superpower. Reading is your superpower. Yes. yes. And then what what you see on that cover? I'm sorry, I hate to interject, but this is what I love about the book. You see that on that cover? She represents for the three one five. Arch. Y'all see that? You got this beautiful chocolate little girl. Arch. and it's showing you the world is mine the city is mine you know what i'm saying so that's what i love about it. i think i'm more amped about rereader reader than she is and rereader reader is about her you know what I'm saying? but i just love the representation of it see this is takaya it's riri in the library read that's how she get her powers mm -hmm. this is takaya every day this is her ain't nothing wrong with that girl nothing yeah. wrong with that ain't nothing, nothing wrong with that that's, that's what's up. But I think I'm more out than her just to see see my city on somebody cover, you know what I'm saying? And see this little beautiful chocolate girl flying like the world is mine. Like I'm more out than her. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's your name. Yes, I love the book. And I was so happy when uh the man got to wear her little shirt to school. Actually, somebody I think they tried to steal it, but that's another situation. But we got it back. <laughs> but I was like so happy to see her in that shirt. And again with the representation. I think about that a lot. Like, you know, buying things that have what um we look like so she can see herself um and man it's definitely real um this is the bad guy he hates me oh he's the bad guy oh look see hers even got she's telling you a little bit of the plot it's a bad guy in that book y'all better go out there and read, get that book um team tech boy how did you um what do you want people to know one good thing about your book um, okay my goal is to inspire kids to put um to inspire kids and to put out content that will inspire them to follow their dreams. Right. I want to be an inspiration to them so they can try to follow their dreams no matter what they want to do. If they want to put out business, they can. Mm -hmm. It's possible. All the possibilities are endless. Yes. Possibilities are endless. Come through. Dropping them gems. Yes. <laughs> and what about you, Jay-Z Sweets? What is one good thing you want people to know about your business? Um, that we always be, we always will be be there for um for foster kids and when you're hungry, and what's one thing you love about JVC? Baking and seeing the um and delivering and delivering money to off um, to you know people in need. Mm -hmm. What else? Oh, so and she's seeing people on Smile's face when they eat the K-pop. 
Yes. Yes. Lovely yes. 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 like, like, yeah. <laughs> I miss those. I miss it. I miss it. Right. I'm gonna have to, can y'all like uh ship me an order? <laughs> Yeah. It, like milk in your mouth, so good, so good. Oh yeah, we teasing us now. We teasing us. Ooh, COVID go away. Okay, y'all. So this is for y'all, and we're gonna go ahead and end it off with um from these questions. But um, what can community do to support you all? Oh, well, we kind of got over that. You like sharing your information or sharing. So how can they like find your work or find you or you know how can they get in touch with you at all? Yeah, did I go first? Okay. 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 Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. What do you say? I'm sorry. He said he wanted to go first on that one. Go ahead, Team Tech Boy. Well, to follow me on Instagram and on Facebook, just to stay to see the updates on on comic books on on pretty much anything that I do. What What's your handle at Team At Team Tech Boy. And that's Instagram and Facebook. Okay, okay. What about you, Miss Jessica Carter? How can people get in touch? You can find me at jessicakcarter.com or you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, IG, and Clubhouse at Jess Jassy. That's J-E-S-S-J-A-I-C. And yeah, I'm somewhere everywhere. Yes, um, yes, she is. But you are doing awesome, awesome things uh, other than just the publishing and the published books. Um, you have quite a few videos that you do. You're a gardener. But talk about that just a little bit. Go ahead, plug yourself, Miss Jessica. Which part, girl? Um, oh, Mom, mature. Like, this, she, I, look, I look up to her, y'all. You can definitely find everything on my website, but beyond, you know, my passion for publishing children's books and helping other authors actually publish, I'm very passionate about urban agriculture. I grow food, I raise chickens, we have more animals, you know, on that list and it, it won't stop. It absolutely can't stop because we need more of us in agriculture too. Yes. Um, and I am also very my child care uh expansion going on with legends academy getting more kids you know in our community a proper education that centers around them and keeps them included so yeah i stay fairly busy for sure definitely that definitely that okay um it's peaches and um riri the reader and jay-z sweets how can people get in contact with you all Jay-Z Sweets on Instagram. And where? Oh, yeah, and Facebook. <laughs> um, and you can basically find the handles for, uh, um, I'm sorry, you can purchase hashtag MomBoss and reread the reader through uh, my upcoming publishing website, which is faithrightnow.com. That's faith, W-R-I-T-E now. Dot com. You'll find hashtag mom boss. You'll find reread the reader. You'll even find some information about Jay-Z sweets. Reread the reader can be found on Instagram at reread the reader, R-E-R-E-T-H-E-R-E-A-D-E-R. -E 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 and you can also find reread the reader. We just joined Facebook as well. Team reread the reader. We all are team reread the reader. And um, for Black History Month, 
Riri the Reader and Jay-Z Suites will be having um, some sales, so stay tuned. They're, uh, they're going to have another sale for their merchandise for both brands. And every day, uh, we're posting information about Black History Month. We're posting some um, gems about Black History figures that, you know, are not commonly known. So mm -hmm. stay tuned to both of their pages every day to learn something new in Black History Yes. Okay. And Miss Kia, how can people get in touch to you, touch with you and support you if they need to? Uh, Facebook, it's Poet Kia Moore. Um, Instagram is A Complicated Melody and Clubhouse is ACM Poetry. Um, for me, it's not just poetry. It's also jewelry and candles. If you look at the earrings that Sharon has on, those okay. are all me. Okay. When I was sitting here talking to y'all, this is what I was rapping. Okay, look at that. Well, come so, that's what I'm doing right now, you know. Um, and I'm working on the third book. So you like it, hit me up, let me know. I'm here. And Jessica, I'll be reaching out to you because I'm looking for a different way to publish besides Amazon. Okay. Yes. Okay. So is there anything else for this last moment that you guys want to share to make sure that we put out there for the hood and our community to know about publishing at all? Don't hesitate. Just do it. <laughs> um, I have to make an announcement um, for DJ. Well, my for DJ about to make an announcement to DJ. This has nothing to do with business. I just got to say it. I will beat you in Smash Bros when we get the chance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to see. I can't stand them. Back to to your question or our message. Video so games, technology, it ties up. Go yeah. ahead, drive. There we go. It's the hood talk. It's the hood talk. So you know. <laughs> but this this got something to do with your question. Um, about what message to give the community. You can kind of get off these electronics. Oh, y'all don't think that you know. Oh, I'm not a writer, or my English ain't good, or mm. this. No, just get you a pen and paper or get your phone. But I, I'm a pen and paper girl. Get your pen and paper and just write. Write whatever is on your heart, whatever is on your mind. And you never know what that could turn into. Don't be scared to write. Don't think just because you don't have good English or you uh your grandma ain't good. My grandma ain't never been good. You know what I'm saying? But keep writing. And if you're in publishing, Right, right, right. And there are people in place, people who look like us, who will help you through the process and help polish your work and have your voice be heard. Absolutely. Because yes. yes. your voice matters. Yes, it does. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like a freestyle writing. Like, you don't even have to write anything specific, just, just write, 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 write. And then eventually, you'll get an idea like, hey, I just realized I can turn this into this, into this, and it happens in like a snap. Yes, yes, yes. Look at our baby. Look at these babies. Well, I just want to tell the babies, y'all inspire me uh, because, you know, I thought I had to have everything in a particular way before I decided to write. And look at y'all out here killing it, yes. authors, and teaching each other, working each other, with each other in a circle. And yeah, y'all got a lot of grown people that's looking up to y'all now. See what else to y'all. Yes. And y'all mamas, okay? Because they the yes. bomb. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Supporting these babies and look what y'all should be so proud. Man, 
I'm just really proud. And I know it's hard. It is not easy. On DJ's Instagram, because I know he's really passionate about his Instagram. Um, If you follow him all throughout the month of uh, Black History Month, he's posting Black in Tech. So it's all Black um, people that have been, you know, um, really into technology and how they've helped technology uh, in the past and present. Yeah, there's a lot of people, more than you probably think, who actually created a lot of the technology we have now. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to look yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Look, like the video games. (laughs) <laughs> yes yes video games yes yes, yes. and that, again that goes with our um showing our people that we can do more than just things that we uh unfortunately see on our tvs and screens and things nowadays but we it's a lot more to black people mm-hmm. and we don't even know half the time like you said it's probably a lot of people that i don't even know that has been beneficial in the technical world as a black person and we need to see that more so thank you guys for highlighting that on y'all pages um, so yeah, y'all definitely need to go out there and um, follow Team Tech Boy and Miss Freely the Boot Girl. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having us. Thank you. No problem, y'all. Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate you. No problem. Thank you guys for being here. Um, this is definitely um, something that I, I was so happy to do because I love highlighting the good in um, us and showing that there's other things to Black people and other. Um, it's just us, like the whole thing is beautiful. Like Miss Jessica said, y'all supporting each other and, you know, y'all got your children out here doing some great things and it's building a platform for them when they get older. You're, you're already giving them steps to um, a world where we sometimes are far behind. So y'all putting them in the, uh, uh, in the race with a great foundation and they already ahead of the game. So keep doing what y'all doing, mamas, because I know it ain't easy. Um, even if you're not a mama, kid, I know you. Oh, you you're a mama kid, ain't you? You got kids, yeah. Got a year old. Yeah, I was like, you got kids. But yeah, y'all, we we if you ain't a mama, but find some youth and still go and you know help support them if you can, because the youth is what again is going to take our um, culture and our people forward after we sit down. Um, so yeah, in, is that everything? Did I get everybody um, plugging themselves? I just want to make sure I don't want to leave nobody out. All right, y'all. Well, this has been very fun. This has been very good to see. I'm glad it's been on the Hood Talks podcast. Um, tune in, y'all, because we got some shows coming up uh, for the rest of February. We have, um, look, gotta think about it, February 13th, which I found out it's Black Love Day. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a holiday. It's a thing, y'all. So that's what's up. February 13th, we got Black Love, How to Have and Maintain a Healthy Relationship. It's going to be live. We have two licensed um, therapists that's going to be on the show. They're going to be taking your questions. So please be ready to bring that in. Um, we're going to be taking questions through the live. And you will also be able to uh, get access to the Zoom. Um, February 20th, it is Black History Month <clears throat> and St. Louis Black History. This is me, um, uh, Miss True, Brittany True Kilman from Jamal Birth Village herself will be on the show. We're going to be talking about uh, holistic health and pregnancy, midwives, and all of that good stuff and get some of her backstory. 
yeah, that lady over in Jamal is doing so many great things. They just dropped their little 360 initiative with the doula. Shout out to them, Generate Health Flourish and the St. Louis Doulas of Colors. So that's going to be happening um, March. I got Us Against Us that's been confirmed. I got the Hood Wisdom show that's been confirmed. And there is one more, but I can't think of it. But I will be posting it on the site. So y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned. We got more conversations and we got more shows. Um, again, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. And we are out. Thank you. Hey, y'all. I do want to tell the, uh, the two boys that the author of my book, he's a Black man. So if y'all needed somebody to look up to in the St. Louis area, uh, he goes by the, the artistic touch. He's a great, that's my brother-in-law, actually. It's a great guy to know. And he does comics originally. So, yes. You say the artistic touch? Yes. All right, y'all. Well, thank, thank you, you for that. All right, y'all. We out. <laughs>